Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace theology segment. On, on our episode today, one of our listeners writes in and they have a great question. What is inductive Bible study? Inductive Bible study is an approach to studying the Bible where Bible readers utilize three basic steps to help them move from specific details to a more general or universal principle. Throughout these three steps, Bible readers apply inductive reasoning, which is an attempt to utilize information about particular situations to draw a conclusion. The steps of inductive Bible study include the following. Observation, what does the biblical text say? Interpretation, what does the text mean? Application, what does it mean for my life? Inductive Bible study is a tool in the toolkit for Bible readers in understanding and applying the Word of God to their lives. Inductive Bible study can be done either on a brief devotional or for a deeper dive into the Word of God. Let's learn how to do this. 2 Samuel 9.1 says, And David said, Is there anyone left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now, using the inductive Bible study method, we begin with the first tool in our toolkit, which is observation. And we see that David wants to know if there's any living relative of Saul so that he might be kind to him for Jonathan's sake. Now, whether or not there are any relatives or why David is asking will be determined in the second step, which is interpretation. But the first step here is of observation and the inductive method, and it helps readers to understand what the biblical passage is saying. Now, to do that, there may be words or phrases unfamiliar to us, and so we check different Bible translations to do this well. In fact, as we come to the second step, which is interpretation, we need to ask the following— What does the biblical passage mean? And now here we need to understand that to discover the meaning of the passage in its context. And as we look to again to 2 Samuel 9.1, we need to discover the background to this passage, which is the relationship between David as the anointed but future king of Israel and Jonathan, son of Saul. Now, Jonathan saved David's life in 1 Samuel 20 when Saul was pursuing him. David described their relationship as extraordinary in 2 Samuel 1, 25-27, as he mourned Jonathan's death greatly. Now, in the context of 2 Samuel 9, 1, David wanted to do something nice for his relatives who still might be alive. And David's love and loyalty here were very strong, despite Jonathan being dead for some time at this point. But even so, David doesn't sit by idly and wonder about the state of affairs of Jonathan's relatives. Instead, he took action. He searched out those whom Jonathan cared about. Well, the third step in the inductive Bible study is application of the biblical text, asking the question, what does it mean to me? Now, as we saw in the second step, David was loyal and loving to Jonathan's family in seeking them out long after Jonathan had died. And to apply this verse, we ask the following questions. How loyal am I to Jesus and my close friends? Am I a casual or passive about my relationships or active in honoring and seeking others out? What can I do this week to let my family and friends know that I love them? 
part of the process of application is understanding what we take from the first two steps in our lives. A critical part of Bible study is discovering what the biblical text means and then aiming to apply the biblical text to our lives faithfully. And so as we consider the inductive Bible study method or any other method for that matter, we need to understand the Holy Spirit alone opens the scriptures because he first opened our hearts to Jesus. The Holy Spirit interprets biblical truth to those who are in Christ, for the unsaved man cannot understand spiritual truth. Let me, let's talk briefly about some, some tools and tips for Bible study. Well, as we already considered, you know, the inductive Bible study method, it's important to understand that the best tool of biblical study is the Word of God itself. And since most Christians cannot read the Bible in the original languages, a good English translation is needed. The best English translations rely on a literal word-for-word -word approach to translating the biblical text. And among the best English translations are the, the NASB, the New American Standard, and the ESV, the English Standard Version. Both the ESV and the NASB rely on a literal word-for-word -word approach to translating the biblical text. A concordance will help you look up Bible verses and find the location of a verse in the Bible by looking up a word you know as part of the verse you are considering. And so a concordance can be used to find many biblical texts that address a biblical theme. Dozens and dozens of concordances are available in bookstores and on the internet. One concordance that I found helpful is the International Standard Bible Encyclopedia, which you can find at Blue Letter Bible. Let's talk about Bible dictionaries. Now, a good Bible dictionary will help you look up definitions of words and biblical passages. A good Bible atlas will help you see the Bible lands you're reading about. Both tools are critical for good Bible study because they help Bible readers become familiar with the unfamiliar terms and the biblical culture. You can find a selection of Bible dictionaries at Blue Letter Bible, including the Excellent Vines Dictionary, among others, for free. Now let's talk about commentaries. We need to be clear. The Bible alone is the church's sole authority for faith and practice. But throughout the history of the church, the Lord has raised up faithful Bible teachers within the church to teach the truth of the Word of God. Commentaries that are centered on Scripture are those commentaries that help their readers understand what the biblical text means and why it's important. Among those in the Reformed tradition that do this with excellence are John Calvin's commentaries, which have proven reliable and trustworthy because they've stood the test of time. You can find John Calvin's commentaries for free at the Christian Classics Ethereal Library. Let's wrap this episode up by talking about help for starting you, help for you starting to read the Bible. A good way to start reading the Bible is to begin in Genesis and read straight through to Revelation. That might not be for you. I, I understand that. I often recommend to people that they, that they read and study the book their pastor is preaching through at their local church. This approach to Bible reading and study, it helps people not to feel overwhelmed by, by reading and studying uh, through the Bible with others in their local church. There's also many excellent Bible plans which help you to read the Bible in a year. You see, the Holy Spirit indwells the Christian and empowers them for ministry. The Holy Spirit also opens our eyes to see the truth and the meaning of what biblical passages mean for us. The Holy Spirit works alongside the diligent study of the Word and tools such as the inductive Bible study method and commentaries. 
So as you sit down and read and study scripture, do not neglect some of the tools that I've mentioned in this episode for you. You see, the Holy Spirit uses these tools to help the church understand the scriptures. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.